0: Hello, welcome to Triple Podcast. The podcast where three friends always come to have their say on the Premier League. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a while. I keep saying that, but after every few episodes, I don't know why, but it is what it is, man. <laughs> but we are back. Um, don't know which episode this is. It's, it's kind of 130 something. I think.
1: Uh, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Ever the professionals are at this podcast.
1: We are joined, obviously. <laughs> by the ever-present Coach Kodra. How are you doing, sir? I'm feeling wonderful, man. I've been away for a few days, eating crap food, as Frankie would know. Came back, <laughs> had joloff rice last night, made some egg fried rice with king prawns this morning. I'm feeling good, man. I'm back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm right All right. then. Alrighty then. <laughs> we are also joined by two scousers because Coach Kodra just wanted to rub my defeat in my face <laughs> after yesterday. What happened? We are joined by Frankie Clarence. How are you doing, sir?
2: I'm excited to be part of this Project of you guys. I'm seeing some of your work, and to be a part of it is only a blessing. So all I
0: can say is thank you. Oh. Thank you for listening. Thank you for um yeah, we're glad for you to be a part of, of our project. Absolutely. Um, I'm also joined by Siobhan, another Liverpool fan. Come on, man. Just come on. Of course, 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 course. <laughs> of course. Joining us from where? You, does it doesn't look like you're you, you're on a bus. No, <laughs> <fast>. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's a, Nando's,
3: fast. Nando's man. I mean, Where? Nando's. Where? Which Nando's? Um, Peckham.
0: Oh, okay, cool, cool. <laughs> Hey, that Nando's
3: was kind of nice, you know. So it's so alright, you know. It's so a new, just being built, recent one, isn't it? So it's ah, fresher isn't it? ah, ah, Cool, cool. Okay
0: okay, cool, okay, okay, okay. Nice no. But obviously, you're not here to listen to us plug Nando's. You need no plugging, to be honest with you. <laughs> uh We're here to discuss football, and the Premier League is back after three weeks. Some teams needed longer to get into motion. We won't mention those. Manchester United. Um,
2: wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I think uh, let's let's start there. Then let's start with Manchester United. We'll leave, we'll leave the the scousers till last because they, so they can just stay the it. best or last, is it? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say yeah. Fair enough. Absolutely. Whatever. Champions. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, Manchester United three. Brighton and Hove Albion two. Obviously. Marred by controversy. Ninety minutes plus ten
1: was the time that Bruno Fernandez scored his penalty. Lucky or was it actually handball? Oh, it was a handball, but we're still lucky because the whistle was gone. So if we didn't get press the referee at the end and just beg him to give us penalty, we'd be well. We I would be fuming. Again, um, I try. You know, I've been trying myself my best to emotionally disattach my way from from my United and just look at it. Nice, <laughs> but brother, every time, yeah, I keep being drawn back in. Um, got three levels, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> but yo, real talk, yeah, we didn't deserve a damn thing for that match. They hit the woodwork, what five times we had, I think it was a record or something like that. Yep, they mm. had 18 shots to our seven, they dominated us possession wise, they were just better off than us in every aspect of the game, and um, you know. The fact that they scored it on goal and Marcus Rashford producing the moment of magic, which obviously was overlooked because... Was that a Bruno Fernandes assist? I don't think it was. It was. It was. Well, it counts, isn't it? Mm, it, chill it though. I mean, I mean he did it himself. He did the hard work himself, Rashford, but, the <laughs> know, someone made the passing. you know how it is now, man. I mean, you, yeah. you, as an Arsenal fan, you know, when Arsenal had his debut, he hit, he hit the post and then... So i tapped it in for a rebound. They said, that's the that season. was like
0: four years ago. So I don't know what we're talking about. I don't know what it it was back a long up. time ago.
1: So completely <laughs> <really laughs> forgotten about that that moment. It's all about, yeah. all about but, the here and the now, coach. Here and the now. But, um, no, we didn't deserve to win, but we won. So I'll take the three points all day long. But um, I, I will say this now: if Oligana Solskjaer doesn't give my team five convincing performances, it's time for it to go. Five in the next five, not five in the whole season, uh, in the next five games. I don't even care I mean, if Tottenham's a... in there and all that. I need five core physical or I'll go back to Molde. That's been a bit generous, to be honest with you. He's had, what was it, two years, three years? This is his third season right now, right? Yeah, and it's not, even, it's not really getting better. And I'm, starting <laughs> to, I'm starting to feel a certain way about certain players. Um, one of them being wan Um He's quality, nice. man. No, 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 it's not that he's a bad player, but, you know... He's a great defender, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah.
3: when it comes to one-on-ones, he's brilliant still.
1: Yeah, I agree, I agree. Be. But when it comes to one-on-ones going forward, he's not so brilliant. Um, mm. So I, I need more from him. I need more to score going forward. I'm not asking him to be like Danny Alves. I need to just provide a bit more going forward because the two focus on playing on the left because Luke Shaw's clearly better going forward than him, though he's not great going forward. Yeah. So um, we need that balance. But um, we took the win, didn't it, So it was a handball for anyone asking. It was a penalty. I don't care if the whistle was blown. Well done, Maguire and them for pressuring the ref. We got
3: a free. No, I feel like now as yeah. I feel like football's spoiled by the VAR. Like I feel like there, there, there shouldn't be no ref. Like, what's the point in the ref being there? Because he hasn't <laughs> called no, he doesn't call no decisions, bro. Like, bro, he hasn't called no decisions. Like he's getting told by someone that's controlling the computer. What's the point? You lot got lucky, man. I don't feel like you lot deserve to win that. No, no, I agree. We didn't deserve to win, but we got it. So you know,
1: that's what I'm smiling like this right now, isn't it? I feel yeah. like they
3: should go back to the old days, man, and change it. But I feel yeah, like it spools the sure game want,
1: a bit. Are you sure you want to go back to the old days, the days when we used to get better? You want to go back to yeah, the old days. Yeah, man,
3: if it spoils the game, man. Yeah, I don't uh,
1: like uh, the
0: game
2: Yeah,
3: but
0: I don't think,
1: think it's spoils uh, Go on, sorry. No, you guys say that,
2: but then to look at every major sport that is out
1: there. They all have Yo, Frankie, Frankie, your your max uh um, oh, even hey. Yeah, it's it's fading so, out. It's fading out
2: again. We had this problem last week. Um, yeah,
1: it's it's not working, man. It's
2: not working. Uh, I don't know if it'll be an issue. Wait a
0: minute. Yeah, 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 come back, come back,
1: come back, come back. All right.
0: Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think we need to go back to any style. I think the problem isn't the fact that VR is there. I think the problem is that the refereeing in this country is just completely and utterly atrocious. Um, there are some decisions. I'm going to say, especially last night, considering at the one or two minute mark, I'm not, I'm not sure which uh, which minute it was, but there were some decisions that should have been caught on VR and they just weren't. Um, there were decisions this week, I mean, for for past three weeks so that have been mm-hmm. that have just not been dealt with correctly. You know, it's that's down do, to. Do you think that's just in the
3: week. prem though, or just in general? Is that this in the prem or is it anything? From what I watch
0: of Serie A, it doesn't seem like a problem. But then again, if you listen to what they they're talking about, maybe it's yeah. Um, it might be a problem worldwide. I mean, last season in the Champions League the year I was a pro- I was or the refereeing, uh, uh no. decisions in in the Champions League were, were bad. Considering the year prior, they were pretty pretty good, especially the one where um, what was it when Kimpembe handled it against Manchester United. I thought the foot referee and VAR, VAR got it correct on that, in that case. Um, I think yeah. the quality of refereeing is just so poor in this country. And it's only being amplified by the technology.
3: Mm, yeah. I hear you,
1: stomp. I agree. I hear that. I agree with that. But um, it's going to happen more this season. Obviously, it's more that we can talk about, which we are going to talk about it today anyway. But, yeah, it's going to happen more this season. I think the stat was there were eight penalties in the first... 30 signing games last year and win the first 26 games of the season and there were like 20
0: um,
1: that was obviously before um, Liverpool played Arsenal and uh, Fulham's game uh, with Villa so it's only going to get worse from here so you might as well get ready for it like, you're going to be complaining every week and it's going to happen to you, one of your teams as well that's, that's genuinely what's going to happen let's talk, about this.
0: let's talk about two things I'm going to talk about the handball rule first what why why just why <laughs>
1: It it's makes it hard.
0: Because they, they, it seems like they've changed the... Uh, when it comes to goal scoring, they've changed it a bit. Because there was an incident in the Chelsea game, there was an incident in the Liverpool Arsenal game, where it looked like... oh well, no, it, it, it was evident that the players handled the ball before scoring the goals. But it, they yes, weren't yeah. called. But if you're defending and the ball touches you below your... Uh, below the your... Sleeve. What's it? Your sleeve. It's an all penalty. And I don't understand... How they've come to those decisions? Um,
1: so from what from what I I've heard, um, there was a lot of annoyance about certain decisions last year. Like um, I think Lucas Moura got fouled, and the ball hit his arm as he hit the ground naturally, and yeah. he he got up, recovered, and I think Kane scored from the resulting um, situation. But they cancelled it because hit his hand. So now they're trying to take they're trying to take that away because it's accidental. But I mean. It is the right decision. If it hits someone's hand on the way to leading for a goal, then yeah, that's a handball. Yeah. But if the rule is the sleeve, right? Now, this is the number one issue. This might sound silly, but it's facts. If you're wearing long sleeves, where is the cutoff line?
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. If you're yeah. wearing longer than usual sleeves, where is the cutoff line there? Mm-hmm. Um that might also, be a way to for for a whole bunch of teams. Maybe not this year. Well, maybe this year
0: or maybe next year. They will just extend the sleeve so it's like three-quarter lengths yeah. instead of you know uh, actual actual sleeves. Yeah. Might, that probably will happen to avoid all these penalties unless they change the rule, which looks like. I mean, in the Premier League, all the pundits just completely hate this this new rule, which makes no yeah. sense. It has no It gives no context. It doesn't care whether you're five yards away or, or one one yard away which I mean Eric Dyer yesterday uh, not yesterday it was Sunday wasn't it yeah of course yeah that yeah yeah that that one,
1: know, is, but that was but then remember the previous week as well um uh, Doherty when I forgot the Southampton player kicked it hits wings um his own teammate's heel goes up and hits the guy's hand instead of spirit as well so is there something you, in your background coach in
0: my background, yeah, With me. sounds like a background. Noise. Oh, it might be. No, you got all headphones on. The
3: thing is, man, you know, it's got the music. All
0: right, ah. whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that, that Nando's <laughs> vibe. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Portuguese go. music blast in the background. Oh. Pardon, it's got Portuguese music blast in the background. There's nothing. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, Pogba now seems to be getting a whole bunch of flat for his lackluster performances. This year,
1: what what do you make make you make of it? It's, it's absolute crap, man. That's it. Simple as that. Um, the guy. You think about him, though. Well, I think about yeah. him. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, feel, I
3: feel I feel like the the best Pogba when he was at like Juventus, man. I feel like I don't know that like especially with other players when they're playing like like a differently. I feel like when it comes to the Prem, it's like a big like it's harder because in the, in the foreign leagues, everything's more slow. I feel like the Prem is more. I, don't know. I feel like it's more harder for these players to perform how they used to play.
1: Yeah, it is. I think, I think um, I, a lot of fans have made excuses for him recently um, yeah. when he's been poor. When he's poor, he's poor, and it is what it is. Um, the only reason I'm excusing him this time is because um, our manager knows full well that this guy had coronavirus <laughs> and he needed to rest. He was out for 10 days and yeah. then he had one session in the gym. One session in the training pitch, and they boy going straight into the starting lineup. Van der Bake had played a 90 minute game the week before, was fully fit, ready to go, and he sat on the bench. So, of course, he wasn't going to be up to par. And then, when we played a crap Luton team, because that's what they are, if I'm being honest, we got past them, but he should have played that game as well. But they didn't even put him in the team. And then you force him back into the starting lineup again, and bench Van der Baek. It's illogical, it's silly, it's stupid, but hey. Is what it is. He's still a very top yeah. top class player, but um he hasn't hit like the world class standards that I think a lot of people have wanted him to reach. I still think he's a, a top Why top do you think player. that is though? There's a lot of there's a lot of things around it. Uh you if you're a world class player or a top class player, yes, you can show your quality, but everyone around you has to be able to do their job also. Sort of like how you guys mm-hmm. have it good at Liverpool, because you know, if Salah's not on point, Mane is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If um if Roberts to Doug, replace it, who
3: you got said so you got like people to, to like kind of replace them, kind of
1: yeah. If everyone, everyone does their job, one way or another, so if one person's yeah. not functioning, at least everyone else is, and it's yeah. even the players that are not supposed to be that good. Like Henderson's is your captain; he's not a top class footballer, but he's good enough. And he does what he to bit. do, yeah, yeah
3: exactly. exactly
1: yeah. But when he was playing in midfield alongside Andres Pereira, people were saying, "Oh, but it's poor boys you build it." When has Andres Pereira ever done a job for Man United? Where, uh, it took Fred God knows how long before he found some form McTominay's done uh, yeah. we ain't got a right winger because to mm. be honest I don't want to talk about the, the, the Welsh wizard Um, and our defence is is a, is, a, is a joke so there's been a lot of that and he stood out in a lot of performances but at the same time there's been games where he's just really shocking so the, the balance has to be it has to be fair um, criticism but anyway um the criticism of him right now is unfair because he hasn't. He's not fit. He's really, really not fair. You can see it. You can see he's struggling, and the way we play as well doesn't really benefit how um, free he needs to be, whether it's deep or whether it's going forward. It doesn't benefit him, and doesn't benefit anyone else. And that's why I'm saying that we need. I've got five more matches for this guy to be giving me convincing performances. If he gives me four good performances, uh, performances and one shocking one, go. I want yeah. five. I got five out of five, 100% clean. Simple as that. Nothing else.
0: Nothing else to say. Um, let's move on from from one shocking uh, result to another shocking result. Manchester City 2, Leicester City 5. Um, everybody wants to claim that... Uh, that uh, that lit that um city, um, on, if you just mute your mic for now, my Mac,
3: yeah, 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 you, for yeah. Now, for now. when, you, when you
0: speak, just bring it back on. Um, oh, so. all right, thanks. Um, yeah, as I saying, everybody's, yeah, everybody's saying that Leicester City uh just played well on the counter, but I, I disagree, I think they out completely outplayed City. Um, mm-hmm. When it came down to, because everybody assumed that they Everybody thought that they played balls over the top and that was their main outlet of trying to score goals. But every time they got a goal or got a penalty, it was on the ground, trying to find a pathways, trying to pass through the lines, break them down. It was it was really really good play. I mean they they started off poorly. Uh, Riyad Mahrez, what's it, he scored a? Some say it's a wonder goal. It was a nice goal. Honestly, it's a wonder goal. It was a good good strike. Yeah, it's a good strike. Yeah. But after that, I mean, Leicester just took over, you know. It was Jamie Vardy scored a hat-trick. I think he's the only person to score two hat-tricks against uh, City. Mm-hmm. Or Pep City, anyway. Pep City, yeah. um, oh, Pep City. Madison scored a wonder goal. And Yuri uh, Tilleman's also got
1: on the score sheet with a penalty. Uh, what, was, what are your thoughts on the match, coach? Hey, listen, that was a beautiful day, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> nah, um, on a level... Um, I was a bit triggered. This is a personal thing. I took um, Vardy out of my Fantasy Premier League team and um, put in Harry Kane instead because he bored out last week. And uh, that was a mistake on your part, man. I'm burning, but um, <laughs> everything that we've said about City at the back, I mean, me, and you have been saying this for a long time now, haven't we? Well, what happened? What happened? Uh, we we've we've been criticizing them because. City at the back for, well, ever since they lost company, I've not been convinced. We've said this for a long time now. They needed to replace it. It was desperate. You, you lost your leader. You lost a captain for God knows how many years now. He's been there since, what, 2009 or 10? So Eight. he spent 2008 even. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's been there for a long time. Testimonial incoming. Legendary center back for them. But only deserves yeah. a mural on the wall, though. Uh, oh boy Oh boy uh, <laughs> <laughs> But you know When you lose An influence like that You need to replace Straight away That's the first thing You have to do You have to look Either towards the future For someone to come in And eventually grow into that role Or you look for someone To be commanding From the moment in time um, Something that Liverpool Will have to do When that when eventually Either leaves Or Or oh, Henderson adds, Or retires it. Oh, oh, oh Henderson, uh, I, don't Henderson. Uh, I don't know What was that? Frankie, was that you? Nope. Okay. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, no, they lost him and they haven't replaced him since. Obviously, now they're getting Ruben Diaz in. Um, but it's, a, it's too late because he, he can't save them for what for what Leicester did to them. It wasn't counter-attacking football. He, um, Pep said they didn't come to play or some BS like that. They were just 10 times better than them. That's as simple as it gets, bro. That's as simple as it gets. So... Um, I'm I'm quite I was quite impressed by that performance. They went out there, they bore out against them, they dominated them at some point. Um what's his name? Kevin De Bruyne was nowhere to be found at all. Raheem Sterling struggled. You no, know, you found
0: him where he usually was, which was on
1: the right inside
0: but, of the pitch well, he's, Yeah. Um, you know,
1: but, he's a right in the field and not a centre mid, apparently. Uh, well true. But then you know, you know, we've we've been saying, you know, if you close a guy down, then yeah, surely he can't do much and well. He's playing a few good, he, good crosses, but that's what that's what he does. He just well, yeah, he, he tries to be Beckham, but he can never be. Um, so, what he assists last season. I don't know. That's a, that's a, bit, that's a bit of a stretch. He could never be. I said it. <laughs> yes, he could never be. Um, but yeah, no, uh, Leicester deserves all the three points. Simple as that. And they exposed City again. Whether Diaz comes in and changes it just like that, I doubt that. I still like him. I still think he's a very good centre back, but it's going to take some time to get. Something working. Laporte is never ever fit, so is it going to be him and John Stones? Is it going to be him and Fernandinho? Because atomendi has gone, so don't know what they probably. To... Oh, oh, Ake. Yeah, I've got about him as well, and he scored a goal in that game as well, didn't he? So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Is it down to
0: what is what is coming? What are City's major problem? Because everybody seems to be seems to say that it's so down to a leaky defense. French um, fifty million pounds spent on that defence since uh-huh. Pep's come in. Can you say it's down to down to their quality, maybe it's, maybe it's poor purchases. I don't think it is poor purchases. I think it comes oh. down to just training and they just the lack thereof. Um, is it the fact that Fernandinho is old now, or that Rodri turns like a like a truck in midfield? <laughs> <or the KDB laughs> KDB leaves so much space when he goes out gallivanting, which is a tactical choice, I understand, but he's, he's, he's part of the three, and he's always out on the right-hand side, so he leaves so much space for uh, every, every any team in just field to, just to walk right through. Um, what What is their problem? There's many,
1: Frankie.
0: Uh, can you guys finally hear me first?
2: Yes.
1: Yeah, that's clear. Thank
2: goodness, man. Oh, goodness. Thank you, man. I've been breaking my back just to kind of keep up with you guys. Um <laughs> So as fans, uh, I know, Michael, you've been involved in football. So you see behind the scenes. What we tend to see is the ball, the players, the manager and 90 minutes. But there's many factors into it that defines a championship-winning team. And what Man City has severely lacked. you can have quality. And Jose Mourinho quoted, there's a difference between a captain and a leader. Man City has lost a golden generation of real leaders on and off the pitch. You look at company. Uh, Zabaleta, Kolarov, uh, the Torre brothers, Fernandinho, these were leaders, and silver. But they replaced people with, may have the quality to get Man City to still be at the level, but when times are hard, when you're at that cold Tuesday night in Stoke or whatever, when things are not flowing as you would like to, who do you look up to as a leader who can get us through that? Every championship team you've ever seen, the United team had your Keens, Ferdinand's Villages, etc., uh, your Arsenal team had your Henri's, your Perez, your Vieira's, your Campbell's. All these players are very essential to the Tuesday when you can't be bothered to do your training. That is going to be that player that's going to kick in the backside and say, no, we're champions, let's keep going. And that's the mentality which I thought Man City is really, really going to be slacking and which can hurt them in a long time. Because every team does have a blip. Liverpool are doing great now, they'll have a blip themselves, but... They have leaders all around that team. Everyone, you've got your Van Dykes, Henderson, Middleners, etc. So when times are tough, you have people you can look up to. But that's what Man City don't have. Diaz is a great defender, but I don't feel he's what they need when
1: things are not sunshine and rainbow. Mm. Um, uh, Shavon, you want to say anything? Come off mute.
3: No, I agree what you're saying. You're what? Um, you know what you just said but to be honest yeah, like I said right now I just feel like it's early it's early stages man like in, obviously in a prem like for like it's early stages um, yeah you can do it I feel like you just have to just wait and just see until, like, how the couple of games ahead goes and really
1: yeah I mean they're your main they're, they're your main challenges do you, do you see them getting close to you this year because last year you man went way way far ahead of everybody else Look at the smile on his face. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it
3: is? That's true, yeah, but I feel like, I don't know, I feel like Man City, I feel like Tottenham as well. I feel, I don't know, I feel like it's going to be... Uh, Tottenham. I don't, I, Tottenham? Yeah. Mm.
2: Tottenham? Tottenham? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Tottenham. Yeah,
0: Tottenham. Ooh. Tottenham! Okay, yeah, okay. Man, I... no, right, then. Know... They, they've been saying that for the past, I don't know, what five, five, ten, five, yeah, seven yeah. years. All right, then, nah, if you, like, you like want like like, to cool. believe them, if you want to believe them, you, guys will be like, ended up at the end of the season with egg in your face. But, yeah, guys, like, Tottenham, Tottenham, but... you guys can say Tottenham, what you want, man. This is nah,
3: the, like, the
0: goon but... you know it <laughs> No, it's not the fact that my goon look at look at Tottenham, just look at Tottenham. What?
1: Yo, know, actually, wait. Um, why, why,
3: why do you why, why do you think why yeah. why do you say Tottenham? Tottenham? Why do you think Tottenham? Bro, bro, I don't know. I thought me personally, I just feel like Tottenham. That's got a good team. I just feel like um, I don't know. I feel like all teams should have been given a like, like time in it for for them mm. to like um. Obviously, they they've all played with each other for a while. But yeah. I feel like I just give them time to just to this what's the word, man? What, to to this, jail? yeah. yeah. Mm. That's, what I, that's what I really think it takes. Like, just, for, like the first couple of games, yeah, you're going to lose. You might draw, you might win, but it's for, like, however the manager is going to talk to the players, how they're going to come together, mm. and whoever's hungry for it, really, and truly. And, yeah, man, I don't know. Now, I'm, 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 uh,
2: let me elaborate on what you're saying. I totally agree. Uh, Tottenham are a sensational facilities and infrastructure what's going on. What's very important yeah. anytime you're getting a new manager, okay, is coming over to yeah there, but what you have with new manager, what is very important is everyone being on the same page. This very important you know, you're there. Yeah. There's not 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 just I'm not talking the aspect of on the field. What I'm saying is also the aspect of aspirations for the club itself. Everyone yeah. says that you get players who will sign for Man United, not take a dig, for example, Man United to say, oh, I want to win the league next year. Man United are not yet at that level, you know. So, you need to be as a team, you need to have the team def- mentality. United, def- oh, okay. So, I'm just saying, example, and what I also favor I'm not saying Tottenham are going to challenge for the the league. I generally we got a
0: chance,
2: they, they, of course, yeah, Everton, unless they've got a chance. But I say, what I feel is going to be very important is that Tottenham. I understand. I've been, I watched the documentary, the all in or nothing kind of thing. I understand what's also very important now is the consistency of nutrition, which they've taken top notch on that, as well as the consistency of sleep. Sleep is very mm. underrated. Many feel that you need to wake up 4 a.m. to do your training. Usually it's also important, but they also have the training. They don't sleep in hotels anymore. Their lodges in the training ground, they have lodges where their beds and mattresses are exactly the same as the bed and mattresses at home. So what you're getting is a consistent regular sleep, which is going to help with your focus and your attention when you're on the pitch. There's all these elements. Like I said, it's, we always can look at uh, if we buy five players with Chelsea done or if we have this tactics, which it all matters, but there's these little things which matter. Everyone was laughing at Liverpool when they got a throwing, uh, throwing coach. Oh, yeah. Even myself as a Liverpool player, I was like, what the hell? But then that accumulated that we gained two extra points from it. It's not the world changing two points, but for example, if it was... That title decider of when a girl scored a goal for Man United, I mean for Man City against United, that two points would have been a big difference. So it's these little elements, and I feel Tottenham are on the same page. I have these little elements to uh, make a big difference, but we'll see. Hmm.
3: Do you know I feel like with Tottenham as well? I feel like they win a lot of games and then they just go back. Like they're not consistent. They? I feel like they got a good team, but they're just not. I don't know, not as consistent. But, do,
1: you, do you think? Like tournament? I said, it's early sorry do you think huh? they're trying to do you think they're trying to build towards that consistency
3: yeah yeah like bit, they've got great players man like i just feel like it's just just give them time in it i don't know just give them time same with like chelsea just give, like, give for like if you give these time these teams a bit of time then you will see like you will see man
0: i take everything in i take everything into what well, for man
3: united yeah. nah
1: man they oh wow. That's wow. Big. wow that's wow that's a dig you can wow. see that's a
2: dig
0: um
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why not ask I man? Why not ask? You are you, not convinced by what Daniel James, Matt them man there, no? Igalo, no. I, Igarlo, no? <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah, he's, he's <laughs> said <it>.
2: uh, uh, <laughs> I'll answer because you got got stone conside. Man United, uh, okay. What, is, what in your opinion? What is a realistic aspiration for the next 12
1: nine months? In well, Man United, oh, okay. Man United need to consider the top four. They need to be. Solid, solid top four. So I'm talking, not waiting till the last ten games to challenge Chelsea and Leicester to finish in that position. Mm -hmm. You want to be certified. You want to be assured that you are a Champions League side, like in terms of qualifying. Because United are not a Champions League contender, but at least make sure you're getting the consistency to be in there. That's how you attract players. First of all, that's a project. You know, we're there consistently. Close the gap. I mean, when
0: Arsenal were doing it, we would consider Champions League tourists. But now, now so it's, it's, it's no, no, it's no, a must, no. It's a must. Bro, bro, it's a must bro, bro, we are but Champions anything. League.
1: We are Champions League tourists. Wait yeah. for the wait for the draw. It's gonna be real peak for us. Listen, <laughs> it's gonna be real peak for us. But that's what it is. If you want to go from Champions League tourists, where your your fans are travelling to go and see more monuments than your team win, then you wanna <laughs> you know you wanna build eventually, and then when you get to that place where you're like, All right, we've got a team that can go against. Better sides, then you can start talking about not being Champions League tourists but trying to yeah. contend for a Champions League potentially and also trying to get better in the league because we finished 33 points behind Liverpool. That's disgusting, mm, mm,
2: mm.
1: that's absolutely disgusting. I don't like the way Siobhan keeps smiling every time I say stuff these things about Liverpool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's facts, what can I say, man? No, it's facts, though. It's facts. So if we want to close that gap, I'm not talking to go from like 30 what? to 32, I'm, I'm gone. What do, what do you think you think you don't need to do though? We need first of all in terms of signing players, we need um, yeah. positions we need the center. Lingo
3: needs a goal man.
1: He's I know You see this guy here? Yeah, he's
3: dead, man. Yeah,
1: <laughs> But no, um, if if we need if we're talking about players that positions that we need to improve the most in, for me, left back, center back, right back. But I see there's a the problem already. That's three positions, and they're all at the back. That's literally the defense. And then we still need another central, um, or defensive midfielder, in my opinion, just to bolster, like, sort of like the um, the depth. And I don't think we need one right winger, I think we need two because you can sign one and say, Yes, this is the key man, but when he comes off or he's injured or something, which will happen in football Mm. again, United fans are going to complain about, Oh my god, we're going to see Daniel James there again. We don't want to see him there. So if you want someone to replace that injured right wing guard, someone that's out of form, you want someone that can compete with him fairly so they can both fight for that position. So I would like two. But that's the problem. We're not doing that. Mm-hmm. So until we start doing those things properly, it's going to be the same cycle over and over. And that's what United fans need to understand. So, yeah. But I agree with you. We're not, we're not anywhere close. But um, we, uh, yeah. we, need, we need to close the gap between us two anyway because 33 points is disgusting. And we finished th- We finished what Third So fourth, If we no, finished uh, third I we finished. Fourth, fourth Yeah we finished Yeah we finished third. Yeah, finish third So if you finished <laughs> third You're third in the league And you're 33 points Behind the team That's first what does, that, what does that say about you You know what I'm saying So Yeah Quite a lot to improve on right, Stop smiling like that man I know you're happy But like, right. <laughs> <laughs> <All
0: right.
1: laughs> nice. I feel for you
0: man Oh, thank you. <laughs> this is that. This is that shit, bro. I could never. I could never. Oh wow. Wow. Um, I'm still reading up the Tottenham or uh, ch- uh, Tottenham uh, contenders, but <laughs> now, let's, let's, the Tottenham are not Tottenham or title contenders. But I let's, feel... let's move on.
2: Ah, right, go on. <laughs>
0: let's move on. Let's move on. Um. Let's talk about West Brom because you're talking about 33 points. It was 3-3, free, free, so two threes. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, bad, yeah. bad segue, but fuck it. I'm 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 doing it. Um West Brom free, Chelsea free. It looked like West Brom were on a way on their way to probably a historic victory in terms of West Brom. Uh 3 no up at halftime. And then just seemed like Callum Hudson and just changed the game for for Chelsea when he came on. Um Goals for Mesa Mount, uh, Hudson-Odoi himself, uh, and Tammy Abraham got the equaliser in the last minute. What went wrong for for West Brom? Um,
1: What went wrong for West Brom? I think a lot more went wrong for Chelsea, but um, (laughs) West Brom just succumbed to quality. That's what it is. Chelsea's quality just came through in the end a bit too late for them, Um, because... I mean, first of all, I don't know why Lampard consists on playing um, Hassan Odoi on the bench and having Mason Mount in his position. Mason Mount's not a winger, has never been a winger. He's a player that plays in the middle as a number 10 or a number 8. So don't waste his time on the wing. You're not using his skills properly. he um, a banger. Yeah, he's got a banger when he came into the middle, when Hassan Odoi came on. So, mm. like you know, like mm. you put your players in your, their positions, they will thrive. And, you know, Hassan Odoi, I think, He's fighting for his position despite the fact that I don't understand why someone like Ruben Loftus Cheek, who was still waiting for to hit his potential at 26 years old, is still getting games starting. But and there's like, talks of him going out on loan as well. Well, they should send him out on loan. Me personally, I think he should, he should go at this point because mm. he has aspirations for England mm. and being in, inconsistent in teams of that caliber. You're, you're not playing games um, consistently, you're not going to get into the England side. Or if you do, you're not going to start. Um, Hassan Adouar is your left winger. He's very much capable of playing in that position because he does it. And um, you saw the uh, impact he made when he came on. He has a point to prove. He's a young guy. A lot of people have written him off because he's getting paid a load of money. Not his choice. Chelsea were offering that money. He took the contract. Mm-hmm. And he got a nine-month injury. He's recovered from that. Bit by bit, he's starting to find himself again. And you saw what he did when he came on. So that was Chelsea's problem, but that's Lampard's problem. But people don't like to criticise criticize Lampard in the media anyway. I mean, we can sit here and tell you things about Lampard. People don't like to go into his neck, for whatever that reason that is. Please go. We,
0: Please go. Talk to us about Lampard. Go, what, what, go.
1: Is, he, is he out of his depth? I don't think he's... Out of his depth is a bit... Not, no, I wouldn't say he's out of his depth. That might be a bit strong. But what it is, is Roman Abramovich does not give you 200 million to spend to try and finish in the top four again. He wants to try and challenge for a title. And the mm-hmm. gap between you and Chelsea, US uh, and City, and you and Liverpool needs to be closed now. Um, there's a lot of like, attacking talent. He signed you a left back in Chilwell. He got you an experienced centre back in uh, Tiago Silva, yes, free agent, but high wage. Um, he got you, Kai Havertz. He got you, Timo Werner. He got him, Hakim Ziyech. These are good, good footballers. So, on top of what Frankie, uh, Frankie said earlier about, you know, um, the things off the pitch, the nutrition and all that. Chelsea have been doing that for a while. But also, on the pitch, these players need to perform. But what are you going to do to make sure they're in the best environment to get the best results? And playing Mason Man on the left again is not doing that. So that's why they suffered. But as soon as you got everything right in the second half, you saw what happened. They improved very quickly and they got the point. be honest, if you come back from 3-0 down, you deserve a point. But they got lucky and the fact that they're just better sad than... West Brom. That's the reason why they won the game. So I mean they drew the game, um, got a comeback. So Lampard needs to fix up quickly. Um, me personally, I'm, I'm of the firm opinion that if they don't give a strong title challenge, they're they're gonna sack him. Yeah,
3: oh, give until next year.
1: Huh? I I don't think Abramovich has that patience. I don't think he cares about legendary status or anything like that. If you send if you spend that much money on players, he wants results. That's one mass my, my personal opinion. I think he wants results. Direct. We can talk about Mourinho won two titles in a row, didn't win it the next year, and then they started off a bit slow, got sacked. Carlo Ancelotti won a league title the next year. He got thrown out into the he got thrown in the bin. Uh, Di Matteo got them a Champions League, lost in less than three months the season after. The guy didn't got time for patience. He's been since ever since he joined the club. They've won. They've just been winning. So if you're now wanting the club to do a process. Kind of thing to now progress to a level. How long is that going to take? I don't know if he's got that kind of patience.
0: But
2: do you not believe that he Lampard may be given benefit doubt considering they had a
1: specific transfer
2: ban, so there was an assess to strengthen the team.
1: They, I think, they allowed that last year because obviously he also lost Eden um, Hazard, didn't it? So. Yeah they uh, he could you know, La- even Hazard seems to have lost even Hazard as well. <laughs> that's what happens when you go to Madrid, don't fit in it, stupid. <clears throat> idea. Um, but um, yeah, I think they'll they give the benefit of the doubt last year. They still could they were still expect to finish the Champions League spot, which they did. And um, yeah, because they lost Hazard, they couldn't bring anyone in. Prusic was done way beforehand, so I understand that that I think that's fair. But when you spend 200 million in the summer, whether it's Chelsea. Whether it's City, whether it's Liverpool, whether it's Man United, you are expected to do something to get close to a title at the very minimum. And doing that, well, from that performance, I'm not sure they'll do that this year. So if he doesn't get close to that this year, I think they're going to sack him.
3: Mm.
0: Other than that, they sucked. Mm Um, let's talk about individual, because uh, it seems like uh, there's a bit of pressure, especially when you come with a huge, huge price tag, as Timo Werner and um, uh, Havertz have. There seems to be a bit of pressure building on them. A uh, nice one, too, from Havertz to set up that hudson Adoy goal. Um, but apart from that, apart from this performance in the League Cup, it's kind of been a bit of a disappointment. Um but then again you did say I think I think he'd been playing out of position most most of the games he's been playing in. So I don't mm-hmm. for, for, in terms of him, I can agree to give him a bit more time. But Timo Werner, oof, two eats, two sitters missed. Um doesn't look promising. He's still looking for his first goal, right? As well, isn't he? He hasn't scored yet.
1: Yeah, he hasn't scored. Wow.
0: Yeah, so it's um for what they what was it 50 million they bought him in for? Yeah, yeah. I mean, does it, is, is, it a, is it about giving him time or do they have a Maratto or Fernando Torres on their hands again? <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, um, I generally don't think it's a, a Torres thing. Uh, Torres came to Chelsea, uh, injury-prone man. That's unfortunately... Uh, asking who was affiliated or supported Liverpool, we acknowledge that his last few months were not his greatest simply because he was constantly injured. Uh, Timo Werner will be fine. Uh, we need to understand that everyone always thinks when you have a specific price tag or you've had a, a track record, instant success should come. It, okay, you should have a level of demand, but you need to remember Timo Werner is a proven prolific striker. Arguably, I I wouldn't put my, maybe myself top 10 in the world. I don't know where he'll be in that rankings. But Timo Werner is a sensational striker. He's not just been a sensational striker for one season. He's had... Numerous seasons with um, Red Bull, with them. And to be fair, you need to get acculturated to your new environment. Uh You need to understand there was not really a preseason. So he's literally gone from one to the next one. So he has to get adjusted to just the basic elements of it. I don't think he'll be labeled as Torres. He's a fantastic striker. But yeah, I... Torres wasn't? He, he When he came to Chelsea, he wasn't.
0: Okay. Yeah,
2: I have to leave now, you know. Oh,
0: you have to leave now,
3: <laughs> yeah, sir. Okay, that's no, no, right, don't worry, No worries, man. Um, Thanks for coming on, though. I
0: appreciate that. Yeah,
3: yeah, um, tell them your when, socials where when, can they find you? Um, my
1: Instagram is sj.official1. Okay, all right, sj.official1. So, yeah, right, and now cool. I think what, what do you lot do this all the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we podcast pretty much all the most time, yeah. Right, you should come again. Uh, number time, yeah, man. Definitely, man.
3: Uh, All right,
1: cool.
2: We'll talk to you Uh, soon. Have a nice day. You too. Enjoy your nandos. All right, so yes, in theory, I don't for Timo, it should be someone everyone should be too concerned about. Um, and why it is it's quite an environmental thing. We're now in the age of instant demand and instant gratification. Prime example, how many times do we have the urge to press the skip ad button on YouTube when they're only asking 10 seconds of our time? You know, it's, it's, bro, exactly, yeah, yeah. You know? no, 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 we, we need to get to that video I didn't ask for ads, I didn't ask for ads, <laughs> exactly. I, didn't ask for ads. <laughs> it's I asked exactly. for the video We want so it that on they... demand, there you go, exactly <laughs> no, it's, I'm, I mean, Let me not be a hypocrite, I'm like that myself sometimes I'm trying to work on that, but it's all stuff like that Who we'll on demand, on it, bro, just skip the ad <laughs> this quick click. It's even stuff like that. Just, just, one finger movement. It's the same way. For example, try to get with a girl. You don't even have to have a sense of charm or charisma. You just swipe right. Boom. I'm a stud on Tinder. It's this instant <laughs> gratification. And I genuinely, I generally feel that football mirrors society in the aspect of that we're instantly expecting constant, constant results instantaneously, and the memory is very short. Prime example, um, Ronaldo, when he was at um, Real Madrid, I think he went four or five games without scoring. Everyone had a meltdown. Four or five games, it's, it's not really... Oh, really, no, really yeah. seven? So seven, yeah, seven. Yeah, seven. So seven yeah. Even then, oh, even cool. then it's, not, it's not like he wasn't... He was having a three out of 10 game. He was having a game, he was giving assists. And Timo Werner, I don't know if he has had assists. I know he created nothing into something with Liverpool by getting a penalty. He drove at the Liverpool defense and got a penalty from Thiago. So it's stuff like this. We need to stop always having this aspect that when something comes, expect instant results because things are not instant. Uh, look how long it took uh, Alex Ferguson to win his first league. It took club four plus years for him to win to get things falling. Unfortunately, now everyone expects results instantaneously. But oh. in the same time, I look at I look at Lampard. I look at um, Arteta, Mourinho, I feel that these guys are going to be allowed time. And that's a very, very... I think that's more of a privilege than an unlimited transfer budget, so to speak, because you're able to adapt to what your vision is. Because, you know, most these times, if you ain't got a vision within four months, then, or as Michael said, five games, then it's already curtains. I know Oli's been there for longer, but I'm yeah. just talking hypothetically.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what is his best position? Because it, it feels like for me that, I, that because he used to play in a system Where he was part of a two up top mm. That he likes having time on the ball He likes to cut him from the left Which he always, he always has not So would you play him on the left wing?
1: Or would you keep him as a central striker? Because I, don't think I personally don't think he's a central striker I think, no, but I think, Sorry, I think he has to be a striker man. Mm. But the problem, the problem is In the Bundesliga Every team Every team in the Bundesliga plays, plays high lines So They're going to come forward And attack you That's the culture over there um, They all want to play That certain style of football So when you're scoring goals He had a lot of space To run into He's a speedster He's a speedster I, I made the comparison Of him to Daniel James And people When I said that to someone They thought I was talking about quality No, I'm not stupid mm-hmm. But um, I'm talking about Like When Maynard played Daniel James Against teams that play low blocks You see he's been ineffective Funnily enough, his best games have been against City or Liverpool at Old Trafford or um, Arsenal at Old Trafford when those teams pushed forward so he had all the space in the world to run him behind because he has that speed to get past players and they won't catch him. So then all he has to do is sort out his end product and then boom, you've got something there. With Timo Werner, he thrives off space because there's not many stri- um, players on the in the world of football that have that speed that he has, especially defenders. So, you know, if you're going to play him against... or if you're going to play him, you've got to find a way to adapt that game. Chelsea are a team that's going to try to dominate games. So, not everyone, again, is going to play high lines. Now, do you try and tend to be a bit more of a poacher, still on the, last, um, the shoulder of the last defender, and try and get him behind, the player, finish quickly? Or are you going to, like, as you said, play him on the left, tend to be more of an inside-forward time his runs, so that maybe someone like Jogginho from deep can play his passes that he likes to do, or... Hi Havertz from a bit close can find you. Are you what are you gonna do to try and change it up? I I understand trying to give Lampard part time. I'm I'm for that kind of stuff because I tend to back managers more than I back players in general anyway. Mm. But um you gotta make the environment for the player easier to thrive in, or you gotta find another way to bring him into the system so that it works for him and it works for the rest of the team because you're looking for him to be the top goal scorer in your squad. I mean that's what he's here for. So, um, yeah, I still think he has to play as a striker. But I don't know if Lampard is going to play the style of football that, that could actually help him or has a variety of different ranges of football that can help him um, link up. Maybe maybe in the two, Giroud, that link up could be good. I don't know. But I want to try something different because right now, I know it's early, as like you said, give these, times, these players time to um, settle. But my issue is not with him. I'm asking for Lampard to find something for him to help him settle better. That's what I want from the manager rather than the player. I think the player's good but we need more from the manager to help him get there.
0: Anything to add, Frankie? Um,
2: what everything Michael's saying is exactly correct. Uh, issue is that I don't think Chelsea have an issue. I think they just need a resolve a solution. And with that being said, it's how you better as a team individually to form as a unit. If we are saying he is a speedster, striker, then you need to have, and in my aspect, a number 10 kind of player behind him. So whether that's Kayev or whoever. But he is not necessarily a, a fox-in-the-box kind of player. Mm-hmm. So and I don't think that's the system because if you look at who Chelsea signed, you look at Ziyech, he's more of a cut-in winger. Same with Hudson yeah. and same as Mount. So we're not going to be expecting crosses into the box. So that is something I don't think we should be expecting from Chelsea. I don't know how he's like with his uh, head rings, So let's forget that. So it looks like it will be a 4 3 one And if that's the aspect of him as a winger or as a striker, because essentially it is harder to defend someone when they're coming at you at an angle. So mm. that is something where it can result into better but then now you need to realize that if you're going to go through that way who's going to be a striker it's either going to be Jerrod or Tammy Abraham and what is Tammy Abraham and Jerrod these guys are headers in the box and if you just look why just back said we don't Chelsea don't have wingers or players that are going to be feeding them into the box so it's it's in a weird where a good pro, a salute problem for Lampard because he has the options but now Tammy Abraham is he willing to be that second-place player? Or is Timo Werner happy to be a winger when he originally was a striker? So there's all these elements. It's it's easy to just look at one specific player, but it's not one versus 11. It's 11 versus 11. So you need to see how, as a unit, everyone will be able to benefit from someone's
0: contribution to the team. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, let's move on to yesterday's game. Liverpool... I said we said the best of last... Liverpool 3... <laughs> Arsenal won. Um, Arsenal seemed to take the lead after Lacazette. I don't know. Lucky. Very lucky. Uh, sloppy. That, lucky. That was sloppy. <laughs> a load just, of things. Disappointing. finish. It is a, a bad finish. Um, then Sadio Mane, Mane instantly, like two, two apparently says here, three minutes after, equalised straight up, straight pinning Arsenal back. Uh, Andy Robertson then got on the end of an the a assist. The, that's what he does. He's he's good at attacking. Let's talk about his defence. Let's talk about his defence later. And then Diego Jota. <laughs> um, Diego Jota opened his Liverpool account on the 88th minute, pretty much completing the victory. Um, did Liverpool outclass Arsenal, or was it? I don't know. I think they did. I don't, I don't know how to answer that question. They clearly yeah, did outclass I, Arsenal. I think
2: this is the only thing we're all going to agree on that, yeah, it was the case um, that Arsenal were probably outclassed. And um, it's an interesting one to look at because I was looking and doing my research prior to the show, uh, the same result on Una Emery's last game at Anfield was 3-1 to Liverpool. But mm. at that game, Arsenal had uh, more shots on target. Uh, they had more touches in the box and more possession. Not more than Liverpool, but they had more possession than what they had. So, I smell an agenda here. No, it's not even an agenda. It's <laughs> just, just simply just saying that. Um, are we Are we seeing progress? So to speak, with Arsenal? I don't know. Um, I generally feel that we have. Um, but then at the same time, there's all these elements which are telling you otherwise. So this is something to look more in depth in. Mm. Uh, what I like is that it. Yesterday's performance is not a reflection of what Arsenal need to do. It's a reflection of what Liverpool have become. They have got the, they've had the most shots in the Premier League, and they've faced the least amount of shots in the Premier League. So what it is showing you is that it's showing that Liverpool are playing their game, and also preventing other teams to playing their game. When you have the ability to do both sides, it's it's just a credit to it. And I feel that they are. Oh, very very complete in what they do. And what I mean by that is everyone knows their position. Not not literally position, but they know where they stand. At mm-hmm. the same time, when you feel like you've sussed them out or they're tearing on, the signings they did was the correct signings. We see Chelsea's turn time with I don't feel Chelsea necessarily did the main sign. well not Chelsea and Man City did the main signings like I said about leadership. But Liverpool they had they brought players who Apart from Thiago, the others are not there to um, to be in a starting eleven, which they're aware of. But what they are there is to get their or players that they're fighting for position to step up the game. They're showing complacency. If you don't step up, I have someone who's already here who's ready to take your position, which we've seen with um, Jota. Now, mm-hmm. Jota's goal – I'm not saying Jota's going to – he's not going to start over um, Mane. But now, Origine needs to step up his game. Shaqiri needs to think he needs to play better. Prime example with uh, Minamino, he's coming into fruition now. Now because of that, Rian Brewster is now being shipped off, and then you also look at on the other side of the wings, you also got Elliot coming through. Then you have got the winger, I'm uh, not the winger, the left back from Greece, uh, Tzaskas, I believe he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a brilliant game in the League Cup, and he's probably going to have a great game, uh, a game against Arsenal as well. So it's it's the signings which showed that a great Liverpool side have been completed, and everyone knows where they stand and. What, and most importantly, like I said at the beginning of the show, is being on the same page. When you're on the mm-hmm. same page, everyone understands what the objective is. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's looking quite well. Statistics are looking in favour in Liverpool. But with that being said, I don't feel we
0: will clear the league as big as we did last season. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Should Mane have been sent off minute one? Yeah. And, does, and does that change the game? Uh, so, I'll be honest with you, I, did, I, I, I was still looking for a stream.
2: So I probably missed the first five minutes of it. <laughs> so I did. So this is literally the first time I'm hearing about
0: it. So, so, so you're you're Wengerizing the whole situation, are you? I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Huh?
2: Yeah, I, I, I generally did. I've literally this is the first time I'm hearing about it. But if he had been sent off, then of course it would have made uh, a difference. Of course, I'd be very naive or very ignorant to think Liverpool would have smashed it out of the park otherwise. But no.
1: I think I think that's a rec- I think that's a red card. Um, the the thing that people are saying that is he wasn't looking at Tierney. I mean, surely I mean I mean you know you're about to go shoulder to shoulder with someone and he was in front of you firstly, so you definitely knew where he was. And he didn't go with short. And someone said to me, "Shoulder to shoulder." He didn't go shoulder to shoulder. He fully forearmed him. Four-armed, he fully forearmed him. So that is a red card. Um. As you said earlier um, today, Kill, about VAR not checking it, that that for me is wild. I don't understand why they didn't check that because usually for um... there's a Liverpool bias. That's why Well, uh, oh. the Premier
0: League wants Liverpool to win. That's, that's, that's why.
1: Uh, well, well, as a United <laughs> fan, I, I I firmly believe that, but I'm not gonna say it too loud. Uh, you can say yeah, it for but... me. Um, <laughs> no, no. Um, I'm only that... joking. Oh, I don't believe it. Yeah. But no, no. I, th- I think it was a red card. Um, it's, it's violent conduct. That's as simple as it is. Um, but they got away with it. My question is: I still don't know if Arsenal would have won the game if Liverpool had ten men anyway. Um, mm. That's that's the thing. I still think Liverpool were just a bit too overpowering for them, regardless. Um, my issue with Liverpool's um, Arsenal's goal because a lot of people, I mean, especially Klopp, when Raheem. Hmm, said, yeah. I mean, he he sloppy? said that. Why, he, he said sloppy. Why sloppy? You went you went crazy. And the fact is, he said that he heard the mic come on, and we he heard was sloppy. He didn't hear anything else. He could have been talking <laughs> about he could have been talking about Arsenal for all he heard. But guys, yeah, sloppy, yeah, yeah, yeah. but the goal they conceded was sloppy. That's as simple as it is. Robertson made an awful mistake. I Can it can happen? It can happen, but it was a sloppy mistake. That that is the fact. Um The attack coming from the right side. Trent out of position again. I mean, it can happen, but again, this is the risk they play with the way they play football. They press high, they try to bring the ball back, keep you in your half. So if you break that press, then you've got to try and and find a way to create opportunity. And Arsenal got lucky because Robinson made a mistake. Um, Arsenal didn't get lucky when Ceballos found Alexander Lacazette for one-on-one. And... This is why, as much as I understand that Bambiang is playing well on the left side, and he's still scoring goals. This is why he has to be down the middle mm-hmm. because he is mm-hmm. not messing up that chance. He shot straight at the goalkeeper. I, I respect the fact that Alisson, a top keeper, pushed up quickly, spread his body out, making it harder for the striker to score. That is excellent goalkeeping. But Sierra Henry has also said, and I'll stick to this forever and ever when you are the striker, you have to ball in the box, you are the boss. You are the king, you are the emperor, you are Michael Jackson. I'm I'm quoting um, Rush Hour now. That's not Terry Henry. (laughs) But (laughs) that's facts. You're the king. So, you know, that that attempt at a finish for me is just not good enough. That's as simple as it gets. But that's been, like I said, for a long time now. Mm -hmm. So that's why Aubameyang has to play there. But regardless, uh Arsenal's defending also, because if I'm going to criticise a little bit of Liverpool's, I have to criticise all of Arsenal's. Mm-hmm. Tierney was absolutely embarrassed by Salah. Absolutely humbled, embarrassed. Whatever, whatever words you want to use, he was absolutely dealt with. And then the second goal, Robertson's goal. I saw a lot of people on Twitter blaming William. Question. If holding is jumping in the air with who um, was in the middle of that head at that time? Um, was it Kato? I think it was, or oh, maybe mm. Marnie. Oh, Marnie. I think it was Marnie, actually. Yeah, if he's jumping with Marnie, there's no need for Hector Bellerin to go and run in there and join into that. There's no need whatsoever. You should know. I what think that was know. the reason why because I think holding got a touch of the ball, but
0: I think Bellerin's presence or I think Bellerin just nudged him a bit and that that put him off balance because it seemed like a simple ball to clear, he shouldn't be there. But sure. Bellerin, I don't know... He's Holding is the right centre-back of a free... of a parent free. He's in the right position. Yeah. Bellerin is essentially a wing-back. He should be looking for who's, who's Robertson. Yeah. So it's, I completely agree with you. I think it's it, that, that goes completely down to um it's down to Bellerin problem. just yeah. being our position. Uh, the first goal was... The uh, first Liverpool goal, and it was down to Bert Leno. Messing yeah, up yeah. completely. Yeah. That was just horrendous. And I... I'm grateful that we managed to get 20 million for Martinez, but I, I I think that was a mistake. I think we should have kept him. I think he, he's the much better goalkeeper compared to Leno. Obviously, Leno got injured, yes, and, with, we, and, if, um, and he was number one. He was Emery's and um, Arteta's original number one. But if you put in performances like Martinez done, leading to winning the FA Cup, leading to winning the Community Shield, I think you have to give him a bit of faith and just try him out. Because once Leno came back, that was it. That was game over. You're you're, you're out. You're ostracised now, and that's that's a problem. I think Arteta, as a coach, has he likes to ostracise players when he could easily use them. Um, Lucas Torreira, I'm not. He's, I, I was a, I was a big fan when he started, but I'm not a big fan now. So I'm fine with him going off to Atletico Madrid. But I think he's he's agreed a deal with, um, but he's ostracised him. I don't I don't know. Part of me understands. Part of me is like, if you need somebody there, try just try and play him. Another one, Messer Ozil. Not not saying he's been particularly great over the past few seasons, but he's on fringe 50k. Um, he has, he was a world class player at his time. Use him if you want to. Um, I think the the setup was completely wrong. I don't understand why Gabriel wasn't playing. He's had two, one very good game, one decent game against uh, West Ham. And they ju- he just dropped him. I don't I don't understand why He's, he seemed like he was a key defender, and he was it was clearly missing from from that side. Um, how many times am I going to say that we need to start? I don't understand why we start. Or on the left and Lacazette up top. You don't substitute a thirty goal season striker for fifteen. It it, it just doesn't. Uh, yes, Lacazette adds a lot of a um, lot of um at pra- um what's the word. He has a his game style his style of play um, adds to the team overall. But if your game style as a striker it doesn't involve you scoring plenty of goals, I think you're not a very good striker. If your if your main attribute is your pressing ability, that's not good enough. You need, you need to be able to score goals and score goals comfortably. Yes, he scored three and three this season, but that those two misses that that one was I think one was offside and the other was was ugh, that was. That was shameful. It was actually shameful. I know one. I don't understand why he's going around trying to go around Allison. Two. How are you shooting straight at him? How are you shooting the ball straight at him? It makes no sense whatsoever. Um, and his goal was very, very lucky.
1: Hmm. Very,
0: very lucky. Very. very lucky. That was a horrendous attempt. He had all the time in the world. He just panicked, and he got he got lucky. So I don't understand why he's starting. Um. I'm going to keep saying the same stuff. You know you know the players I, I, I do agree. and don't like. I you know agree. you know I'm going to mention Jackie, You know I'm going to mention Mr. etc., etc. Cetera, et cetera, so I'm not going to mention them again. But people criticising Arteta for this defeat need to check themselves because Arsenal, a lot of Arsenal fans are thinking that we have serious challenges for the title based off of two games. <laughs> oh, I, I, don't, I don't know about that one. I think you need to calm down a bit because at best we're champions league we're champions league side at best and i think we can get there it all it all depends on how we because i think the west ham game last last week we were lost so winning that game was very was was a for me a positive step in, in the right direction um, it's, it, those are the games that determine whether or not we get Champions League football. With child challenges, we need to get rid of a whole bunch of deadwood. We've been saying this under Wenger, we've been saying this under Embry, we've been saying this now under Ateta. We need to get rid of these players. I don't care if their form picks up. I don't care they're bad players. If your I've said before, form is temporary. Class, if you if your class is permanent, and they don't have class, none of them. Mustafi the don't doesn't isn't isn't a classy player. Zaku isn't a class player just because he plays a few diags. Doesn't mean you're good Doesn't mean you're good um, Torreira He's going to so that That's fine El Nene Why? He was on loan He was on loan in Turkey last season Why is he starting? It makes no sense It makes no sense But It looks like Our is Going to happen So that's a positive We need We need. But we need to start playing Free in the field So you need to start Trusting your defence You need to start Trusting Gabriel You need to start weaning in saliva Because yes, I he's 19, but if you're good enough, you can play. So just try him out. Yeah. Anyway, Liverpool, champions, yes or no, again?
2: Uh Yeah, but like I said before, there'll be champions, but not as a big margin as last season.
1: Do I, do I have to answer this question as well? Of course <laughs> you have to answer it. Do you, do you, unless yeah. you think that Tottenham
0: are going to mount a challenge, which <laughs> I, 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 I I'm still I'm I'm still mad about it that. That was a
1: wild statement. That was a wild statement. I, I would I, I would prefer to say Tottenham even if I don't believe it. Um, yeah. go for but... it, go
2: for it. <laughs> I don't think otherwise, but yeah, go for it, say it.
1: <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna keep my thoughts to myself, yeah. <laughs> um
2: right, ask me this then again, who's getting um third and fourth then? If that's more of your conversation, guys. That, oh, oh mad. Um, that wasn't even a dig, no. that's no. oh. Let's be honest, it's it's Lil, it's Liverpool City top two, no? That, no, no, that, no, I wasn't even trying to take a shot on no. your... Uh, was I wasn't taking a shot. I wasn't
1: taking a was shot. I uh, can't lie to you, yeah? Shot or not, yeah, the, the reality... It felt like a shot. Yeah, the reality is, is truth, innit? Yeah. Um, Further forth, honestly, if I'm being honest, I genuinely think it would probably be Chelsea and Spurs. I do not trust Man United to get in that position unless we, in this week, which I don't think will happen, but I'll see what happens. We need three more signings, in my personal opinion. Um, Left being one of them, right wing being one of them. The two positions I think they will buy in, but then the other one for me is centre-back and I don't think they're going to buy in that position. So I don't know if I can trust Maguire, I don't know. I can trust Lindelof, who I praised last year, and then he threw that all in the bin in the first game that we played this season. <laughs> um, Eric Bailly is a good centre back, but he can't stay fit. Um, Tuan Zebe is apparently someone I'm supposed to be waiting for to match his potential. The boy is now 23 years old. You'll think he's 18. Um, we need to improve. Very, very simple. So, yeah, I'm going to say them and Spurs because I feel like Spurs did very well to go and get Regulon. They did very well to go and get Gareth Bale. Um, They improved him right back. Hoiberg's not a supreme player, but he does his job in the defensive midfield position. They improved their spots. They did what they needed to do. I trust them a bit more. Obviously, Jelly comes into it, but I'll give them a bit more. And, yes, Liverpool are going to retain the damn title.
0: (laughs) I I don't... Trust any of the sides that you would usually get top four to get top four. So I don't know about three, but I'm gonna throw a spanner in the works and say that Everton might get top four because they're looking quite dangerous. They are looking quite dangerous. I think what Ancelotti's done with, I think Darren will, will, will like what I'm about to say about um, Calvert Lewin. Mm-hmm. I think what he said. He said I think Cal- I think it was calvert lewis No, it was Ancelotti that um, said in the interview that he's been training and telling him that only the top strikers need one touch. All you need to do is take one touch and shoot. If if if, if you take him more than than two touches, the, touch, the chance is gone, or you're very you're very lucky. I think he mentioned Inzaghi, where he, he was a player that had one took one touch and started shooting. And I think that's a philosophy that calvert is adopted and he's listening to and you he can see the confidence in him. You can just yeah. see the confidence in him it and he's brimming and he's doing quite well right now. Um, and that midfield, man. That midfield. Alan.
3: Oh, Corey.
1: Oh,
0: James, James. Oh, my days, Woo! man. <laughs> that midfield is tasty. That's, that midfield is, is dangerous. I mean, defensively, that's solid. Absolutely solid. If you know, if Alan isn't sweeping up, you got the Corey chasing back. And that's that's dangerous. Um, and then going forward, Hammers just playing the, the pre-assist. Now I, I don't like it's just a pass, okay. but the pre-assist. You know what I mean when I say pre-assist. Um, just those those type of balls that are just dangerous, and they're finding the right players and they're clicking. And I feel like if the whole side feeds into the energy and the production that Hammers, Calvert-Lewin, um, Zakori and Alan are producing then I think that that team's going to be very dangerous and they might sneak top four players. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Um, but only thing, um, Leicester, not Leicester, uh, Everton are doing a great job. What's on the back of my mind is now uh, Copa America. Now, why I'm saying mm. that is because I remember the Brazilian players prior to 2014 World Cup were not really willing to play their club games because they felt they'll get injured to be playing in their home nation World Cup. And Colombia's hosting the next Cup America, and it's gonna literally be a week after the, cause of COVID, a week after this domestic season finish. If Everton are still challenging for top four with three, four games to go, I'm not sure Rodriguez is gonna put a shift in because he was already missed uh, part of World Cup 2018. He didn't play against the game against England. And he got a lot of slate for that, saying he should have just uh, manned up for it. Now, it's going to even be a different story when you're the host nation. So that is just another thing to consider. But adding to all what you guys have said, I genuinely feel... um, I feel Arsenal will finish above Tottenham, but I feel Tottenham will have a better season. And with me me saying that, uh, Jose Mourinho... Every single time, every club he's been with, he ensures he wins the first domestic cup. With Chelsea, he did it both times. He won League Cup. Um, with Porto, he won the Portuguese Cup. Um, Copa del Rey with uh, Madrid. He always ensures, because when you have that trophy, it kind of gives people a little bit of breathing space. Oh. And also, mm-hmm. every time he's been in Europa League, he's won it. I thought he would generally, uh, he said himself when he won it with Man United, he said, He's much happier finishing fifth and sixth, winning the Europa League, than finishing fourth with nothing. And I I th- still think he has that mentality. So I think he'll definitely probably... Okay, because I'm going to place a bet that he's going to win the League Cup and he, he'll do very, very well in Europa League. But yeah, Arsenal finish above him. Okay.
1: okay.
0: Fair enough. I think we should uh, wrap it up there, you know, to be honest with you. Um, Frankie, where can I find you?
2: Everything on social media is my name put together. So it's Frankie. So Frank, I.E. Clarence. So Frankie Clarence, like Clarence Sadoff. You can find me on Instagram
1: and Twitter. Sadoff, the legend. Very nice, very nice. That's a good shout out. Mm. 100%. Man. Um, Coach, where can they find us? You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, Free in Midfield. And on YouTube, it's Free Midfield Podcasts. The full thing. Boom.
0: This has been another episode of the Podcast. Good night. Oh yes. wait, I'll the I'm the one recording. There you go. <laughs> go.